Welcome. Y saludos, amigos. Nosotros te presentamos Revenge of the Pod, a pop culture pod primarily focused on film and television. I'm your host, Luigi, and this is my co-host, Jason. Jason, say what's up. What's up, everybody? Glad I have you back this week for a very special episode. Now, we're excited to have you with us again today. As Jason mentioned, very special episode. Uh, we're going to get straight into it, Jason. We're going to talk a little bit about Last of Us, and then I will be doing feature presentation with a guest. You guys will see who that is soon enough. But let's get into it, just me and Jay. How you been, man? Oh, good, man. Uh, just uh, getting ready to head out of town. Uh, we are recording Ooh. on Monday, February the 20th. I am going out of town to Costa Rica for vacation. Uh, we talked about it on our pod a little bit, but it's finally happening, dude. And I'm honestly really fucking excited, dude. I'm really excited. I'm excited for you. Like, you got to you gotta take lots of pictures, Doug. Oh, I will. I will. Uh, we're, we're doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, again, shout out, Jamie, for just... Uh, Knowing how to vacation, it. yeah. Dude, while right? you're yeah. like, oh, like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, it's like we're gonna go over here into these waterfalls. We're gonna walk over this hanging bridge. We're gonna go to the beach on this day and all this stuff. It's just, just we're gonna be actively moving <clears throat> a lot. So uh, I'm excited, dude. And uh, I've been watching like videos of people vacationing at Costa Rica. So and it looks absolutely beautiful. So I'm excited for that. Not excited for the humidity. Not excited to get sunburned. Um, but, uh, that this is good, man. Uh, so yeah, just packing up for that trip, uh, this past weekend, my, uh, my dad, well, I know I'd mentioned my dad that was celebrating his 60th birthday. Um, my sister, Janet, shout out Janet, shout out Mark, shout out Sebastian, shout out Charlie. They all, <clears throat> they all came to visit, uh, him and surprise him for his 60th birthday. Um, and he was extremely happy. Um, so we, we ended up having a, a good little weekend, you know, with the family, uh took them to this place called Oregon Stop Pizza. It's pretty famous out here in the, the Phoenix area. Uh they play like they have this guy playing an organ that plays like all different types of songs, like from Disney songs to like uh just all different kinds of songs in an organ. And it's it's pretty entertaining. Uh looks pretty um very entertaining for old people and kids to take. Uh because right, right when we got there, dude. A bunch of old people were there just enjoying pizza, and uh, it was a good time, dude. Um, took it back to the house. We watched uh, it was NBA All Star Weekend. Uh, we saw the dunk contest, which was pretty cool. Matt McHung, well, his name is Mac McClung, but I nicknamed him Matt McHung because he fucking balled the fuck out on that dunk contest, bro. It was pretty impressive. Uh, nice. Uh, we played some one two switch on the Nintendo Switch. I don't know if you ever heard about that game. No. Uh, it's kind of like the Wii on the Switch, bro. Like, there's different game modes where you can play, and it's 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 pretty fun. It's like uh like little Wii games that you play on there. It's 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 pretty entertaining. The kids loved it. I liked it. Uh, so it was, it was dude overall great weekend. Uh, didn't watch the NBA All Star game because I wanted to watch The Last of Us, and I'm glad I didn't because I've been watching and just from what I've heard that the game was just awful. Like people NBA All Star game. On Sundays now, it's just kind of pretty bad from what I've heard. Well, from what I've seen, like the competitiveness is not in there anymore. Like they don't even try. They just, what, what are you there for an NBA All-Star, right? You're, you're, you're there to watch the best players play against each other. You want yeah. them to try. I, I, I know we get it. We don't want them to get hurt, but we want to see the best players play against each other in a pickup game. That'd be fucking awesome. And we just haven't been getting that lately. It used to be competitive, not anymore. 
So um, that's pretty much it for me, bro. What about you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been dealing with some crazy allergies, man. That's pretty much it. My voice is still a little bit hoarse. Oh, I had to take a, yeah, it's all right. I had to take like a day off work. But other than that, I uh, had date night with uh, Gabby. It was a lot of fun. We didn't really do much, but we just got to chill and rest. We've both been pretty exhausted. So that was nice in itself. That sounds was it like for a, us. Though. Yeah, it sounds like a great date night. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fantastic. We both thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah, dude. Let's get into trailers. Now, for trailers, I'm not actually going to do anything new. It's more so what's coming out this week. Oh, yeah. Which this is, this recording is happening on the 20th. So by Friday, Cocaine Bear is coming out. And as strange and out of this world, that movie seems just absolutely <sighs> ridiculous. I want to see it. Dude, I want, I want to see, see it, it so bad too, but uh, <laughs> I'll be out of town. But I'm at, I'm gonna watch it when I get back. So don't don't well, spoil anything for me, guys. <laughs> well, I don't uh, I don't have anyone to watch it with. Gabby made it very clear she is not interested in that movie. So I what? was like, okay, I'll figure out what to do there. But the big <laughs> one for me next week, I know she's gonna want to see this Creed three. I want to go yes, see dude. that movie like opening weekend. Creed yeah, three looks fantastic. Jonathan Majors is ruling the world right now pretty sure uh jonathan the conqueror as we'll get into in the quantum mania jonathan the conqueror yeah yeah we'll get into that more in the quantum mania stuff but that man like he is he's on top of the world right now he's that and, dude and if you're a horror fan guys uh children of the corn remake is also coming out next next friday the third so creed three and children of the corn next friday cocaine bear this friday i'm really excited for creed three man that fight looks epic. Dude, it does, man. And it's crazy how yoked Jonathan Majors got for that role. It's fucking insane. I know we talked about it, but golly, bro. That is. And then to top it, he's jacket. already a big dude. He's already a big dude. He made he made Michael B. Jordan look not that big. And Michael B. Jordan's a big dude. Swole like, ass dude, too. Yeah, it made Michael Jordan's work, uh, Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan's workout seem nothing compared to what he did. With his body, you know? Yeah, that, that man's wild. Shout out to Jonathan Majors. Um, but all right, Jason, what about you? Uh, so coming out this week, guys, again, we're recording the 20th. Uh, Bel Air season two on Peacock, dude. Oh, season two on the 23rd. Yeah, it comes out on Wednesday the 23rd, dude. I'm excited. Again, I won't probably, I won't be able to watch. But you know what? When I come back uh, from out of my town trip, I'll be able to see two episodes back-to-back when I come back. So pretty excited for that. Um, another thing on trailers, uh, it's not It's not movie-based or TV-based. It's just a um, kind of just an update. Uh, Harry hey, Potter the Game. it's pop culture, man. It's pop yeah, culture. Yeah, it yeah. counts. The Harry Potter game that came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I've been playing it. I bought. I had bought it. And, uh, dude, it's pretty fun. It kind of reminds me of, like, uh, like Destiny meets Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh. Only because I played those games, right? It's like an RPG game, and you level up your character. Uh, you also get sorted into your house. And I got sorted into Ravenclaw. So I'm a Ravenclaw, guys. Oh, um, so you're a weirdo. Got it. Uh, I guess so. I don't know. I think they're, <laughs> I I think they're cunning people. They're supposed uh, to be very smart, Eric, he ended up getting Gryffindor, if I'm not mistaken. So did uh, I. I've oh, done did the you? test, yeah. Nice. Okay. I didn't do the game. I've done the actual questions. Yeah. Oh, so really? I mean, yeah. The, yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, and uh, what also depending on the house that you get, they all have different. They they all have their own quests and stuff. So, guys, if you wanted to go into Azkaban, the prison of Azkaban, the prison, uh, the only Hufflepuff. Only, yeah, Hufflepuff is the only one that can get into it. So, if you really want to do that, they they all again they're all different quests, but it's fun. It's really fun, and you can spend hours just roaming the the castle of Hogwarts, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm still in the beginning beginning stages, but I'm I'm having a good time. Uh, so I, I highly recommend it, guys. Uh, uh, I'll tell my Harry Potter fans out there, uh, a lot of spells that you get to learn is just it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. I mean, I, it looks to to a Harry Potter fan that is like the dream right there. You get to be a wizard, like you get to do all the things. You get to have the animals. You get to learn the the tricks. You get to learn. You get to explore the lands. Of course, that I mean, it and, sounds and like a pretty dope game. Yeah, and it's very interactive. Like uh, depending on how you answer your questions with the people that you communicate with. You can see yourself turning to the dark side. So I'm, I'm literally doing all my questions like when they're asking me, you know, like, oh, okay, this sounds like a really messed up answer to respond to that. And uh, I'm, a, a lot of people already don't like me, pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's <fun. laughs> all, I'm trying to test the limits here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's dope, uh, man. It's just fun, right? Because you can mess around. Like, who cares? I mean, it's just a game. So. All right, TV Land, man. What you got for us in TV Land? Uh, not much besides uh the you know, obviously uh, the, our main one, uh, The Last of Us. I got to see that um instead of the All Star Game, which thank God. Um, but dude, uh, I watched uh, The Legend of Zora last night, something to fall asleep to, but I didn't fall asleep to. I ended up watching almost the whole thing. You're like, God, uh, this movie's damn good. Yeah, with Antonio <laughs> Banderas and um. Who Catherine else? Zeta uh, Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones and the guy that plays old Zorro. Oh my gosh, what's his name? A great actor, phenomenal actor. Um, Signs of the Lambs character. What's Anthony his name? Hopkins? Yeah, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. He was the old Zorro that taught um, Mandetta's how to become Zorro, right? Oh, interesting. Okay, bro, okay. it, it uh, holds it up. Holds up. Yeah, yeah, it was fun, dude. I had a lot of fun watching it. Have you action. seen it before? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, in the nineties. What, what would you rate this? Because I haven't seen it. What would you rate this movie? Oh, okay. Um, again, well, it's a nineties movie. For a nineties okay. movie and an action-packed, like fun kind of period piece type. Of yeah, thing. I put it in the eight sevens, bro. High, high, high sevens, wow. like seven point nine, eight point two. Yeah, yeah, it's very fun. You haven't seen it, dude? I'll watch it. You will love it. I, I know you would. No doubt in my mind. All right, all right. I'm gonna check that out then. Yeah, Catherine, you love Catherine Zeta Jones. I do. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I know you love her, bro. And there's a scene. There's a scene. There's a scene. It's a PG-13 <laughs> movie, but there's a scene where you're like, oh, I wish it wasn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all yeah, right, dude, it's cool, man. It, it, it's it's a fun movie, a lot of action, um, romantic comedy type stuff. But yeah, it's story about love it's very uh, uh emotional at times so yeah dude I, I i recommend watching if you guys if you guys you can definitely watch it with katia too dude she'll love it because it's a lot of sword fights oh god it's, she'll go like, crazy she'll I'm be gone. like i'm zoro yeah, yeah she's exactly gonna be running around slapping me with a sword she's going yeah because zoro's like a like uh he's like the robin hood for mexicans okay okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah All that's right, a good way to enough. put it yeah, yeah yeah uh what about you my friend I've got a pretty late hot take myself. Uh, I watched 
the Netflix full-length film of the funnier die skits of Between Two Ferns with Zach mm. Galifianakis. Right, God, right. I was I was laughing hard. It's a lot a lot of self-deprecating humor, including the people who agreed to do the interviews. Like they all knew what was going on. It's all staged. And man, it's funny. Even the bloopers at the end, they were cracking me up. You just Wait. see everybody break character. Wait, bro. So you're saying that Between Two Ferns is not real? Like it's it's staged? The whole thing's staged? Yeah. <laughs> so they're not real interviews. Are you, I don't know if you're like being sarcastic yeah, or not, sarcastic, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's funny it was... how they can make some some of those people like seem really awful, right? Or, uh, they make know. them seem pit- like they look like they get pissed. Yeah, like they're about to punch Zach Gilfanakis in the face. Yeah, I love those is... skits, man. I love how they're all in, in on it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's it was really funny, and it just makes him seem like such an idiot. The whole time, there's a whole monologue that Will Ferrell goes through talking about how much of an idiot he thinks Galf- Zach Galifianakis is. Cracked me up. I, I would definitely recommend to watch. Like, is it an amazing movie? No, but it's definitely like that dumb humor. If you like the skits, you're going to like the movie. Hell yeah. Um, that's what's I did. Yeah, that's it for me, though. That's all I watched besides, of course, Last of Us Episode 6. Ooh. Save The Last of Us for the last of this episode. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're for me, cor- yeah. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah, Jason will be leaving us after this uh, this portion, but let's get into it then. Jason, Last of Us episode six came out. They traveled a pretty long way, and they finally, well, first they met up with a, a Native American couple in an elderly native american couple that warned them not to cross the river yo can they i just say this anyway. though huh i love that uh the the, the old native lady bro she yeah, had she was pretty she great. was she was funny dude i liked her a lot yeah she was good she was good <laughs> she just had some great one-liners yeah but, well man, also they're... like the just like her and her husband like they're just like how they love each other like you fed them soup like and she's like yeah yeah i did i had to they have a gun in my face. What do you want me to do? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just kind of like their interaction between like the couple, like them having a conversation while Joel's like trying to be like, Hey, do this. But at the same time, he doesn't want to hurt them deep down. And they kind of see that in his eyes. So they're kind of like relaxed. I don't know. It's just, I really like the way they played out the whole scene with, uh, within all four actors. It was, it was amazing to watch. It, yeah, it played it off really well. Yeah. Oh, you could tell they're like, we're already old. What are you gonna do? Kill us? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> kill us right off. Like, no matter. Take take what you need. I don't care. If we die, we die. Yeah, they. So uh, you're right. Nice they definitely knew he wasn't gonna kill them because he would have done it already. Yep. Exactly. They could have stolen everything that they have from that house, but clearly that's not what he wants. So they decide to help him either way. So. So once they get to Jackson, first off, they get caught before them in the game. Like you actually make it to the the gates of Jackson. Yeah. And then part of it is they're still trying to set up the dam. He showed, you know how he shows her the dam and he's like, I don't know how it works, but it runs electricity in the game. He actually tries to make something up. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. She's like, you have no idea. Do you? And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So this one, they but get clearly the, the dam about working. to shoot. Yeah, yeah, and this one they're already done with that. In fact, they've set up the whole town, which was kind of not exactly the same. In the game, he mentions that they have about twenty families, 
Uh, this looks like a little more than 20 families already. It looks like more. Yeah, it looks like the town is set up all already the way it looks in part two of the game, actually, oh. uh, where it's like a full town. They've got supplies. They've got routes. They've got uh, her, they've got uh, livestock. They're set Running up. Power, exactly. Water. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that in the game doesn't come until the second part. They're still building everything in the first game. And of course, you run into like raiders who break in and you have to fight them. But that's that's just to make the gameplay more interesting. Right. And this one, they bring it a lot more down to earth. And it's the same thing in the in the game. Joel wants Tommy to take her because he doesn't he doesn't want to deal with her anymore. And you could tell, like even in the show, right when he talks to Tommy, you could tell that he's in the show. My God, it, it's a little heartbreaking. He's like, I'm failing her left and right, and he's like in tears. Uh, by the end of it at first they get into an argument right <laughs> they yeah. got into an argument like they would but by the end of the episode when he's like you have to take her i just fail everywhere everything i do with her it, it clearly shows that he's afraid to lose uh to lose someone again specifically someone that reminds him of his daughter because there's no way that he can't think of his daughter with ellie like you, you see the connection there and in the game it's very similar except Ellie like runs off, bro. So after the Raiders hit, she takes a horse because she finds out that he's just going to up and go. And she like goes, goes off with the horse, like maybe a good two miles to a ranch house. And you have to go save her and all this, but they still have that same conversation, which was um, when he's like, you don't know loss. And then she's like, everyone I've ever known has either died or, or has either left me or died. Everyone right. except for fucking you. And then she's like crying. And I was like, damn, it still hits the same as in the game. That was intense. Well, honestly, man, I mean, that scene did hit for me. But <clears throat> that scene with Tommy and him and like he's breaking down and crying and like I'm scared mm-hmm. to fail. Like, honestly, that pro- that scene probably hit me the most. I um, know he plays it so damn well. Like, I believe it in his face when he when he tells he's finally him. being vulnerable. Like, think about what he did. Right. When what Tommy was saying is like, bro, you used to kill all these people. It's like and now like. He's like, he's starting to see like, yeah, what I did was wrong back in the day, but but I'm not that same person. Just like, you're not that same person either, Tommy. Like, yeah, I'm mad at you, but like, I just realized that you're having your own family now. And he kind of, I feel like that's why he breaks down and he's having those panic attacks because he's scared that he's just going to let her down. Like she let. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that, and that one scene where he, he walks outside, right. And in the, in the, in the town and he sees someone with, you know, that curly hair that his daughter had. That his daughter had. Yeah, dude, She so goes those... up to her own daughter. You're like, oh. God, yeah, dude. I think all those moments, they, the way they directed it and the way they shot it and edited it, perfect, dude. And you just kind of just see that emotion within um, within Joel, which is and those, fucking amazing, bro. Those anxiety amazing attacks scenes. that he has, like, you could tell they're fully induced by, like, he, like, really is freaking out about what to do. Like he does not, he's not uh, dealing with this responsibility very well, surprisingly, because he's a very capable guy, but emotionally he's just not, he's not there. He's not. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. I just think, cause he's, he's scared to fail. And he finally tells his brother, the one that he can trust how he feels. And he's like, damn. So Tommy like agrees to do it. So I was like, I'll, I'll take her. That shit was crazy. Oh my God. Such a, such a powerful scene in my, in my opinion. Yeah, it was it was damn good. And I think I think the topper for me was when at the end of the episode when she's like ready to go, Tommy gets her and then you see Joel at the stables 
She's like, aren't you supposed to be gone? He's like, yeah, I was going to steal a horse. I was like, you could have just asked for one. He's yeah. like, yeah, that was 30 minutes ago. And then I decided you should have a choice. So in the game, after he chases Ellie down, like, and she's re- she, that's when he finds her reading a book, uh, reading someone's diary about boys and clothes and blah, 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 right? And she's like, like, is this all they had to worry about? And then she talks about, um, she talks about, um, having having that choice, right? And he decides to take her then and there. He's like, okay, then we'll we'll go together. And this one, he gives her the choice, and she's like, let's go. She throws in the bag, and they're good to go. Um, this next part really it, it strays from the game, just because in the game this is a lot longer. I love that they added some of the main parts, which excites me for other parts in the game. Because right. once they arrive on that Colorado campus, like obviously to make the gameplay more fun, you have to like. To, to open certain doorways, you have to go through certain corridors and open things up, and there's zombies everywhere. Right. Uh, in certain parts of the dormitories, you find out what happened. Like, they, they barricaded themselves into the dorms. They had lookouts, uh, but the zombies ended up getting in anyway. Uh, you still see the monkeys running across the courtyard in the game as well. It's kind of, it's kind of an impressive scene. You're like, oh, wow, yeah, that makes sense. You know, all these, these animals that were locked up are probably free now. Or dead in cages, I guess, would be the other option. But Right, if they can escape. Yep. Yeah, so they get into part of the university building that was broken. Uh, they climb in. They're looking through. They finally find some, some notes. And pretty much exactly what they feared is that the fireflies have left. There's nothing left to hold down there. Uh, and raiders kept coming as well which is what happens in the game. Once you're, once you find the last uh, firefly, like the body of the last firefly, it sets off uh, a a set of raiders that just are coming for you. And in the game, you get into this huge battle and you're fighting like 20 guys, right? And of course in the game, it's like these crazy odds. And at one point, a guy gets the better of you and you're going at it and he has you over a ledge, but then you turn it on him, but he pulls you down over the ledge and you fall two stories with him and you fall on one of those metal rods that they use for, um, God, for rebar, you know, those, those metal rods yeah. that they have in the concrete. He yeah, fought like it goes through him instead of like a shank. There's like a metal rod that goes through him. So you have to pull him out and then you're like trying to escape hobbling and passing out uh which is really harrowing right and then you black out and then it becomes winter and this one it's a little different right they see them it's already winter they see four of the guys he fights one off i thought i mean don't get me wrong i i really i really wish they had done some of the game stuff but i think that's a little no, unrealistic that's, yeah, for it's the very show very unrealistic well <laughs> i mean all this again it's all unrealistic but there's no way he's going to fucking fall two stories into a fucking <laughs> metal pole that goes straight through his rib cage. Yeah, no, no like way. A rebar that goes right he's there. Dead. Yeah, it takes dead. out his kidney I think, most likely. Well, yeah, I, I think the way they shot it, like, now on the show was perfect because you didn't notice it, right? We know the bat broke, but we didn't know that he put the shank in him, and it wasn't until that moment where they stopped it, like, oh, shit, Joel's not okay. That and shit I'm was gonna, crazy. I'm gonna say something that sounds crazy, but I love that he choked him to death. And then cracked his neck. Not, I'm not a crazy person. In the game, that's literally what you do to every guy that you sneak up behind. 
I was like, hey, that's the exact same nice. way that he, he chokes him out homage. of the game. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I like how they do that. Well, I mean, because I know there's a lot of scenes that do like kind ton. of bar for bar, right? Word for yeah, word. Yeah, there's a ton of it. I mean, even him falling off of the, the horse and her having to try to find a way to get him on, that's where the scene ends in the game. And then it starts up with Ellie hunting for deer. Flashback. Oh, yeah. Okay. It starts well, off with Ellie hunting for deer, which I won't say more than that because we'll get into that the next episode of um, The Last of Us. Well, but it yeah. was it was intense, man. Yeah, that uh, I don't know if you saw like next episode on Last of Us. Did you see it? Yes, yes, I that, did. That looks really cool. We get to see the Ellie side before she meets up with Joel, and I'm excited to see that honestly. So that in the game is actually a prequel add-on. Oh. And um, that girl, I'm pretty sure, was Ellie's first big crush. And that was the friend that she talks about. I don't know if you I got remember. that sense. Yeah, I got that okay. sense that, that, that she liked her. Yeah, I don't know if you remember yeah. in the first few episodes where she said her and her friend both got bit. And oh. then they waited it out. Remember with, um, with Sam where he tells her they waited it, tells him they waited it out? Yeah. Yeah, that's the girl it's that coming she makes it out with. Ah, yeah. So it's gonna be another crushing episode. Hold on, don't don't tell me. I'm I'm yeah. I'm not gonna say that's much it. else. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Just, well, we yeah. we got three episodes left. Um, that's all we. That's all I know too. So for the, I, I will add one thing: the emotional payoffs that you're getting from this show, like you really, I'm feeling like as much as I love the Joel in the game, I like him just as much in the show. Ellie, same thing. She, Bella Ramsey plays her perfectly. Pedro Pascal is doing a great job. Uh, I think Gabriel Luna is doing amazing as Tommy. I think I like him him more as Tommy than in the game. I think in the game they didn't have as much of an opportunity to to let build, him shine. build his character. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So it's really cool to see this world expanded a little bit too. And Jackson looks so good. It looks so much like the game. It was impressive. Yo, is it, is it too early to say that this might be my favorite show of 2022? <laughs> Listen, it's probably <laughs> I, we we decided on our favorite movie of 20 uh, of 2022. You mean 2023 or of 2023? My bad, my bad. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we decided on our favorite movie of 2022 pretty early. So yeah, that's funny. Well, I, actually, I forgot to bring that up in my trailers. My sister saw everything everywhere all at once, and she said she didn't like it. Wait, what really it, i yeah. mean it is out there that movie is out there yeah i, I didn't ask her because i fell asleep like oh well, you know what what do you like about it so um i would really love to know that uh janet sorry i forgot to text you in the morning but you know i went to work and i just forgot about it i just remember falling asleep she said no i was like what <laughs> so maybe i'd really she... like to know Maybe it got overhyped by some podcast that she listens to, and the yeah, maybe it got overhyped. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, we overhyped it. <laughs> My bad, guys. Or maybe she doesn't understand that scene with when they're rocks with the googly eyes. That's right, right. Or maybe it's that one intense scene with the hot dogs that she didn't really understand with the hot dog fingers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. Or the know. trophy. The yeah, trophy, the trophy that they had to, yeah, 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 yeah. the peg trophy, yeah, yeah. maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, complex scenes, very complex, very complex. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I guess that's gonna do it for us, Jason. Yeah, man. Um, 
you guys, I'm going to let you guys take it from here because I haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. So feel free to give me all those spoilers. Uh, I'll let you know what I think about it after I'll let you guys talk about it. Um, all right. Sounds good. Next up, our feature presentation on Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. All right, guys, that's it for Jason. Uh, now I want to introduce our special guest for Quantumania. That is Jermaine from Room 303 Pod. Jermaine, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. All right, same. Same, just ready for spring break. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Whoa, it can't already? come soon enough. Yeah, man, kids are wild these days, man. <laughs> Love them, but they're wild. They're wild. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of conversations being had, trying to figure out how we can help them out. Isn't spring break um towards the end of March this year? Spring break, at least for us, most of us in Texas, is the week that the 16th lands on. So it's from the. Technically, the ninth for the kids and the tenth for us, because the tenth is our last day, mm-hmm. and the ninth is theirs. To the twentieth when we return, so it's right in the middle of the month. Oh, dude, that's when I'm going to be in Japan. What? You're going to Japan? You going to Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo, and then we're gonna take trains to a bunch of different places. Oh my god, I'm jealous. I'm real jealous. Uh, you gotta, you gotta tell me a lot about that when you get back from it. I, I really want to go to Japan. I'm trying to go to a theme park, dude. You're trying to go to the Super Nintendo World that's already established, or the Godzilla one, the one that has a Godzilla ride. I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet because there's a Disney and a Six Flags out there too. Oh, there's a Six Flags in Japan, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, why am I surprised? They have so many theme parks. <laughs> Japanese love their theme parks, dude. They have yeah. a lot. We might also we're considering going to one that's Japanese. Hey, like don't it, they have an anime theme park? They do that, but that one's like gonna take us like twelve hours to get to. So I was like, ah, I'm good on that because that one's in Osaka. Oh, okay. Dang I'll have man. to come. I'll have to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I gotta make a second trip down. Oh, poor me. <laughs> well man let me know how it goes dude uh our our main focus today is ant-man and the wasp Quantumania. so i did want to go over a couple of points with marvel and disney news have you heard anything about that kevin feige interview i've seen snippets i didn't like watch or read it so people are up in arms about some of the statements he's making about upcoming ip that's coming out is it me or is he just doing his best stan lee impression like Homie trying to make money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what, what do you want him to say? Yeah, this movie's going to suck. Um, we're just trying to fix it right now. But come watch it in theaters. <laughs> what, so what did he... I'm not, I'm not sure I know what he announced exactly. I know he's talking about the um, TV shows and how he's scaling those back. And I'm like, that's for the best, though. Yeah, but he defended every single one. Um, and I'm like, well, did viewership reflect that? <laughs> I'm not sure that it always did. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I liked most of the properties, but I know where they're going. That Some of them may not go anywhere. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Stanley. I respect that, Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think most of it also is connected to like Iger's cuts. 
the I think it was the five billion dollar cut that we reported on last week. They said half of that was going to be content, so I knew I knew going in this was going to be a scale back, but only two shows this year, man. I'm excited for one of the ones that we're going to talk about pretty soon, and the other one is a pretty close favorite of yours. Um, I'm so that's what they're upset about, though. Uh, like they're upset about that there's only two TV series this year. That's what's going on. No, most people were upset that he was like making comparisons to the shows with like the best characters and pretty much saying that, that some of the shows that they, they went for, like, I know you, you're not a fan of she Hulk. I personally wasn't that big of a fan of uh, Miss Marvel, pretty much comparing these characters to like their all time great characters. Um, but again, to me, that sounds like a salesman trying to sell something. Yeah, 100%. He's, <laughs> yeah. Supposed to, he's supposed to tear out his, his properties in front of everyone so they know how to treat them and buy them. No, yeah. dude, he's going to talk about all of them like, like they're awesome, so you buy them. Yeah, yeah. I know that he, he talked at length, I think, about uh, the Marvels movie that's coming out, uh, making big comparisons uh, with a lot of the earlier Marvel movies. I know that I know that some people were really upset that he even put um Iman Milani, right? Um the the girl that plays Miss Marvel, like in the same breath as as Captain America and <laughs> Iron Man. I'm like, well what do you want him to do? Yeah, she's a new character. Not as good, but <laughs> that's so dumb. <laughs> that's so dumb, dude. <laughs> You don't think the dude who greenlit all these things thinks they're dope? (laughs) Come on, man. I know, especially She-Hulk. We know that he likes She-Hulk. He always talks about it. Yeah. So like, yeah, of course. Of course you're gonna of course you're gonna sell your shit, man. I am excited though. Apparently, uh Tom Holland is all signed up for at least I don't I don't know what the whole deal is. I'm pretty certain that he's gonna be in Secret Wars, but he's also gonna have a Spider-Man 4. I really want to see that classic costume, man. It looked good. It was very, very, very short, but it looked good in the in the end scene of No Way Home. Yeah, and it's only going to get better. They need to slow down for the sake of visual effects artists. There's, if not, they're going to have a strike on their hands. See, that's what I was thinking about the cutback on shows because you saw, man, in She Hulk, the quality of some of those visual effects were just not there. It really it's not it, there. It really takes you out of that show. And that's why people missed a lot of the humor early on. I just, the ending was awful. <laughs> I know awful. we've talked at length about this, Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, I thought it was a funny show. That's what was so, it, dude. And then once that, once that ending, then I turned on everything else, dude. I was like, they ruined such cool characters in the wrecking crew and then this is bullshit. I, got, I got all salty and petty dude i was like oh no, this is the worst now i hate it all after this one part now it's all trash you're dead to me exactly exactly i burned it took it to the trash and burned it you know that's fair i you know i got through miss marvel and at the end afterward i was like man that was lacking they're the only part I liked was the historical part. Yes, I know probably because I'm a history nerd, but I don't care. That's why I liked it. It was it was the only part that engaged me quite a bit. Otherwise, I was like, eh, this isn't for this isn't made for me. I get it, but like, you know, I still watched it, so I would have liked to enjoy it more. Yeah, they 
They knocked it out of the park with Moon Knight, though. Glad we're seeing Loki season two. I don't care what anybody says. WandaVision was fucking fantastic. So oh, I hope I they do something Wanda else with it. WandaVision yeah. is amazing. Yeah, that one. God, I love that one. See, I but that, say, one, that one suffered at the end because the visual effects were lacking in that one. Oh, yeah. I will say I'm happy they're not doing – well, I don't know if they're not doing it. It sounded like they were not going to make uh, – what? Heart of Harkness or – Oh, Agatha Ag- Harkness. Agatha, Agatha Harkness. Yeah, they were going to do a show, and they decided – I think it's going to be a special the way that – the way that uh, Werewolf by Night was, which I think is the way to go with that story. Like, I don't need to. He- I don't need. <laughs> I don't need six episodes of that. You know what I mean? I need yeah. one extra long yeah. one, and I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Like, you you don't need to do that to me. If that it would have been shocking to like try to watch Agatha Harkness carry a six episode show. I don't know if I would be that interested, to be honest. Uh, I don't think to, I would. The story would have to be. The trailer would have to have really sold me. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I like Catherine Hahn. Don't get me wrong. She did a good job. It's just the character itself isn't that engaging to me. Maybe I'm wrong, but developer somewhere else? I don't know. I, 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 at this point in time, I would not be invested that much in that. Yeah, exactly. We're like, how long removed are we from, from WandaVision? Didn't Isn't that come it? out 2021? So like two years at least, right? Yeah, two years, and you're finally following up with this? Like, nah, dude, keep it. (laughs) (laughs) Keep that. Keep that in your back pocket. Yeah. Save it for a Halloween special. I'm just just saying, dude, like, let's let's not oversaturate. We're already in danger of it, in massive danger of it. Yeah, I'm glad they're cutting back, truly. Um, Obviously, the whole industry is going to do that. I know that. At, surprisingly, the news that I'm hearing about DC kind of makes me more more excited about their shows. Like, I'm really hyped for a Green Lantern detective-style show, man. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> it could also be really cheesy, though. Yeah. Well, they compared it to True Detective, which may may shoot it. May They may be shooting themselves in the foot. Wow. But that's, that's like a, a, high, a high bar now. I'm like, okay, I'm expecting some grit. I expect... They haven't even really cast anybody, and they said True Detective. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's gonna be John Stewart and Hal Jordan. Like I know two most have... famous man. You gotta do this shit right, or you're gonna really fuck shit up. <laughs> they haven't even cast anyone. They compared it to to True Detective. They haven't even seen anything. <laughs> There's not even a script, and we're um. That's just ridiculous. What are you doing, guys? <laughs> Listen, I'm just gonna have that bar going in. So yeah. that way when I come back, I'm like, this show sucks. It's nothing like true detective. Or it's it's exactly what we all wanted, guys. Come to the promised land. It'll be one of the two. We'll find out soon enough. That's crazy. Just what are you doing? I just <laughs> sometimes I don't understand marketing strategies. Like for video games. I know this is a little off topic, but video games, I mean, they announce them and you don't you don't get the actual game until five years later. Remember when they announced the speaking of comic comic uh, books and games intersecting the Suicide Squad game? They announced that like four years ago. <laughs> Still hasn't come out yet. Oh, well, man, I've been waiting for this game. I have no idea when I'm going to see it. And I know they take that long, but like then just let us know a year or two before. That's what I'm saying. You ain't got to tell us yet, bro. Just just hold on. <laughs> like, 
you probably have developed that one trailer for us. Like that's ridiculous. I never understand it. And then the worst part is, is they announce, they give themselves a date, and then they don't meet the date. <laughs> or they or they release the game early like Halo and it's unfinished. Yes, or they do that and I'm like what is happening? Well, just just hold on. Just wait. <laughs> just wait and finish and then release it. I promise you people will still buy your game when you release it. I know and it turns out games like Halo, I mean they still had to go onto their own to someone else's engine when they spent all this time trying to use their own private engine for to run the game and it didn't work out it just it doesn't make sense but anyway we're, we are a little off topic now <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming those are part of the cuts and then Iger has made some comments about the disney sequels now specifically the one that gets me i think is toy story 5 oh my goodness Another have one? you seen toy story 4 it's not good it's not great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's not a bad movie. It did well. The story is solid, but it, I don't know about you, but afterward, I was like, yeah, it was good, but it didn't feel necessary. The way the other movies all felt like they were part of a story that showed the characters growing. This one was just, it wasn't that. I don't know. I don't know what it was missing. It wasn't, it didn't show a progression in their, their growth. I mean, they've always been a metaphor for being parents, right? And it just... I guess this last part was saying goodbye to your kid, but your kid's not even there. I didn't, I don't know. I, I, it was to me, it was missing that like connection that the other movies had. It was all over the place. It, that one was not, that was disappointing. I remember watching it and just being like, what is going on? Yeah. And if they're doing Toy Story 5, my question is like, how? Like, what? what <laughs> Woody's gone. He's somewhere else. Are you going to do a Woody story or are you going to do a Buzz story? And if they come back together, it better be the best fucking, the best script I've ever seen. Because you just did two two goodbyes already. You know what I mean? How many times are we going to say goodbye? Yeah, you got to. What if they introduced new toys, dude? Like it's. I would like that. I'd like that. It was like a new set of toys. And you didn't realize what was happening, but they were there. They end up meeting Woody. Oh, like an expanded world. Dude, you just sold me. You oh. just fucking sold me. Hey, Disney, Dis- Disney, call us. <laughs> hey, call us. Call me. Dude, I, got I really like that. I got your script right here, Disney. Because then it would make sense for them to even meet both if they wanted to. Well, I don't know how far that carnival was from wherever wherever Bonnie's family lives, right? Bonnie is the new owner of the toys. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll figure out a way to write that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we could workshop that, but this this is a much more engaging story for me, guys. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just gotta watch that movie again. Remember where Bonnie is from, where she headed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's map this bitch out. We got it. I'll figure this. I'll figure this John out, bro. For real, <laughs> dude. I I legit. You, okay, now you have me. You changed my mind about Toy Story Five. I was legit upset for a second. Like, they should have ended this bitch. But if they do that, again, I could be totally disappointed like the Green Lantern show. But <laughs> if, if if not, you know, both of those could hit, could hit it out of the park. They could do it. The risk is there, my friend. Now, let's get to the main topic of the Disney juggernaut this week. 
Ant-Man Quantum Mania. First, first thoughts, first initial thoughts. What'd you think of it, Jermaine? Dude, I enjoyed it a lot. I really did. I, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did, but I was watching it and I was just like, yo, this feels like flipping a comic book page every time. Dude, legit, that was the one thing that I was watching it. And I was like, this one feels more like a comic book movie than I think any of the other ones. It is outrageous. And that's that's how like <laughs> comic stories can be. And that's why I loved it. I was just like, yo, everything just keeps getting more over the top. Like, I'm just like, yo, this is wild. I love it. When there's like, yeah, I just thought it was pretty cool when the, the possibility storm hit and Ant-Man <laughs> just starts splitting into more and more and more and more and more. And I'm just like, what is happening on this screen? One of them like erases itself and then a giant helmet falls. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like running and I don't know what they're running from. And then they're all, <laughs> they're then they all start fighting each other and climbing on top of each other. I'm like, what is going on right now? That that old storm scene cracked me up because the bunch of versions him him were just complete idiots. And then the one the one that start gets everyone to start running, he literally just turns to everybody. He's like, "We're all gonna die!" And he just runs off. I'm like, "Oh my god!" You just called caused a whole mass panic for yourself. That's great. I like it. Um, yeah, but let's go let's go back into the intro. It, the way Ant-Man starts, it's funny because like he's the way he, they handle his movies, I feel are like true comedies. Like one of the besides, I guess Thor now would would fall pretty heavily under comedy as as terrible as Love and Thunder was. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right. Like, they lean hard on it. Uh, I would argue that possibly the, another one that leans pretty hard into comedy would be Guardians. They all have a little bit of it, but some of it lean more. This one, I feel like, is the heaviest on the comedy. And right from the start, like even though the scene that you see from the commercial, he's like, thank you, Spider-Man. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's still funny to me. It's so funny in the theater. I was enjoying it. Him just being <laughs> his happy old self. But... What I what I thought was interesting is we don't get to see Luis, we don't get to see the Russian, I forget his name, and then we don't get to see Ti, which I was pretty disappointed because the story just goes straight into it. Oh yeah, they they hit the ground running. Um, <laughs> it's really I was not expecting that all at all because it felt like usually Ant Man has a little build up because they're usually heist movies, and this one just went all action. It felt like. Yeah, you're right. And I'm, I don't know about you, but I was really hoping we'd get a little bit of Luis, especially oh, like them telling him the story at the end and him repeating it back to them. I would have <laughs> loved that. I would have loved to see in a little scene like that. Too bad we didn't get it. But what we did get right at the start, like they get sucked in. You get to see the quantum realm. I know in the comics, it's also known as the microverse. What do you think of the quantum realm compared to what the comics look like, man. Oh, I thought I thought they did a pretty good job with the backdrops for sure. Uh, and what was the best part is the like the the micronauts or the freedom fighters and and uh, you know just all the characters down there. They all felt so unique and like actually alien or foreign, you know. And I was just like, that's pretty cool because usually usually everything's humanoid. It's boring. It's like hey, they painted him blue and maybe he has a few scales. Or like they give him a gill, <laughs> but this one was like full blown. One dude didn't even have a neck; he had a spotlight for his head. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a Z- Zolum. I thought he was pretty cool. I thought and he was then, fucking dope. Yeah, he was one of my. I didn't even hear him say real words. I think, and I, I liked him a lot. He kept wanting to wanting to torture them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I found it hilarious that they had to drink a juice to be able to understand everybody, and oh, all you yeah. hear is is Scott's daughter saying. Just drink the juice like they're they're gonna about to go on a trip, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, hey. I thought that was, I thought that was a pretty good, pretty good little comedy moment they had there. Yeah, and that it, one got me pretty good. It's like, oh, that's why they're speaking English, because you know, some someone's gonna not like the movie, and then they're gonna nitpick everything and be like, oh yeah, that's... and everyone just speaks English there. <laughs> oh, how how convenient! How convenient <laughs> is that? <laughs> Wow, really, in the quantum realm, all these different shapes of people or beings all speak English. Be like, well, listen, they drank the juice. What can we say? <laughs> they uh, drank the juice. That the one that threw the thing that threw me off about them was like the houses were also alive. That was so cool. It felt <laughs> so fucking sci fi. All right, you I'm know? so glad you mentioned that because I was watching it with Eric and. <laughs> He's just like your houses are alive, and the dude responded with like yours aren't, like <laughs> like terrified because I was like that is legitimately like the way I would respond. Like, what the hell do you mean alive? What the hell do your <laughs> houses look like? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. And I was just like, yo, that <laughs> I don't know why it, it popped me. I hung on to that line. I cracked up immediately, and I was laughing way too hard at that line. Because I thought that's exactly how you'd respond if they've always been alive, like forever. Yeah, right. That's just how you know. Why wouldn't they be alive? <laughs> and then our response would be like, actually, no, it's made out of dead stuff that we <laughs> that we put together. <laughs> Imagine the horrified face. <laughs> that's exactly how it would go down, dude. You know it. That's why I was like laughing because I was like, yo, that's the realest response ever, dude. <laughs> what happened to your houses? <laughs> oh, God. How did you feel about uh, Bill Murray's entrance into the story? I know I skipped a few things. We'll come back to it because I want to talk about Janet and King. But Bill Murray, I was like, oh, you just have a little small role. It's interesting. How would you feel about it? I thought it was awesome. Anytime I can get Bill Murray in a movie, I'm in, bro. So. And he had a nice, small, quick part. Didn't have to be anything wild. And he kept it pushing. Cashed his check. I had a good laugh. I enjoyed it. That's true. He must have cashed a nice check, too. And then just to chill and (laughs) wear funny clothes, pretend to eat a live small squid. Yeah, it's all in a day's work. They're like, and your backstory is is you, you fuck Janet, or not Janet, you yeah, Janet, actually. Yeah, Sorry. I was like, isn't it Janet? <laughs> yeah, it's Janet. My bad. I was like, I almost said hope, and I was like, yo, what? I got it wrong. Oh, yeah, the, the all of the uh, allusions to him having had a romantic relationship <laughs> with Janet. And she's like, a woman's got needs. <laughs> <laughs> when they're talking about it on the ship, I was just like, all right, we're getting into Thor territory. But, hey, it was, that one was pretty good, though. Yeah, I was I was digging it. I was fine. I was actually surprised at how much I liked watching Michelle Pfeiffer and um, oh my god Jonathan Majors on screen together. I thought they had like really good chemistry. Whenever they were having uh, discussions about what to do and how to get out of there, I was I was drawn in. I was like, oh man, they're feeding pretty well off of each other. Yeah, everyone's talking about how they both 
acted their asses off in this one, but <laughs> the rest of it was kind of pretty forgettable is what they were, what critics are saying, right? Oh, is it? I mean, that makes sense. They really did stand out. I mean, Paul Rudd did the Paul Rudd thing. The girl that plays his daughter, she's come out in some TV shows. She did okay. I think my favorite line was, don't be as much of a dick. That was pretty solid uh, delivery from her. Yeah. I Actually, I thought she did a pretty good job. Really? I, I didn't think that she was amazing, but I was like, yeah, you, you're passable. You're passable. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely see you in the Young Avengers, so... I know that you know they're building up to that. They've got so many young characters now. Oh, it's already there, bro. Yeah, what's it called? Man, it, I forgot. Is it, no, Iron Patriot is Norman Osborn in, in the Iron Man suit. I think they have uh, the Captain America kid got introduced in the Captain America show. Yeah, he was uh, he was the grandson of God, the, the African-American Captain Se- America. Super soldier, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was the grandson. That I do know. Does he get trained by Anthony Mackie's character, by Falcon? Uh, Well, I think in the comics he's trained by, you know, Steve, 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 Rogers. Steve Rogers. Yeah, but I mean, in the MCU, yeah, I think when he becomes the Patriot, it's um, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be Falcon, I'm Falcon or Captain America, actually, my bad. Huh. Um, hey, R.I.P. Falcon, bro, he's no more Falcon. They got rid of him. Wait, what? What are you? Oh, because he's Captain America. <laughs> he's Captain America now. Oh, it's like, what do you? What do you mean? <laughs> I didn't know nah, this. <laughs> it, I'm, I dead named him, bro. He's not. He's not Falcon no more. He's Captain America, dude. You know, yeah. as Captain America, I don't know about you. I kind of hate the costume. It looked too like puffy on him, and it didn't. It didn't hit right for me. Really? Yeah, it I, looked a little it ridiculous. Looks comic i thought it was epic <laughs> i'll say that the design is fine but whatever material they were using is what got me because it, it literally to me looked funny on anthony mackie the design is fine because i know even the goggles thing is pretty accurate but for some reason it looked like it didn't fit right like it was too big for him and it was giving padding to make him look bigger which i did not it, it didn't work out the way that they hoped if that's what they were trying to do <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, they could always they could always tweak and improve, or he should just get jacked, bro. Super, just get on some crazy ass roids, like Jonathan Majors jacked, bro. You see that guy in this movie? Jesus, just see him in the preview for Creed Three, bro. I cannot wait to see that movie. Yo, I think someone was telling me that he got even bigger for another role that he's doing about bodybuilders. Oh man, so <laughs> he got big for. Ant Man and Creed, or he got big for probably for Creed, so he was just big in Ant Man, and then, bro, and then he got bigger for a bodybuilding movie, and I'm like, what in the world? That dude has got to be enormous in that bodybuilding movie. Bro, he looks like he could break me like in half. Dog. I'm like, shit, I would not fuck with you. I would not fuck with you, man. But he definitely uh, also looks like someone I'd be so down to fucking hang out with. He looks like he's a fucking fun guy. Uh, but I, anyway, how'd you like him as Kang in the movie? Dude, I thought he did a did a pretty good job of just playing the slow burn of his fury. I thought mm-hmm. he was because he, I don't know, he just he only moved like if he had to, pretty much, and he took if when he attacked Ant Man and pushed him up against the wall, he only moved a finger. 
Oh, that's true. That's true. Until his suit got destroyed, then that changed. Yeah, and then he and then he stomped on him like he stomped on <laughs> yeah. his he stomps on his helmet. I'm like, yo, he's literally trying to smush a bug right now. He's like, hey, he's trying to smush that. an ant, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> I laughed a little too hard right there. No, that that's good. I didn't even think of that. I did not think of that at all. Um, the Freedom Fighters. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know a whole lot about them. But what I did notice is, as you mentioned with all these different characters, I noticed that a lot of them were like based on elements, right? Like it looked like they tried to base a bunch of characters on different elements. And I guess that kind of makes sense if you're in the microverse. Uh, I know there was a dude that looked like he was made out of rock. There were a couple of people that looked like they were made out of different liquids, things like that. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Good choice to go. Still tripping on how good the, how good the sci-fi of it all was. But I... So I need to know a little more about Kang himself, though. One, we know that he got banished because in the story, that's like the big thing, right? He got banished there. We don't know by who until the end. But I don't know if it's just me. But with all the power and technology that he had, he gets beat by Ant-Man? That just seems like I don't understand. He's going to be the next big bad and he gets beat by Ant-Man. Please help me wrap my head around this. Well, I think he got... He didn't get beat. I think he's... Because we've seen what happened to him at the end happened to Yellow Jacket in the first Ant-Man. So he he didn't get... He got stopped. <laughs> but he's that one's going to be back, bro. That variant is going to be back. I hope you know Oh, that. no kidding. I thought he imploded. I thought he no. imploded. Okay. No, that it was the same effect that... Yellow jacket had, so he went in, in, into an even smaller universe. Yeah, something like that. There, <laughs> there's universes upon universes, it, and it, I don't know, man. They'll figure it out, but I doubt that one's dead because that's the <laughs> that's the main bad one. No kidding, no kidding. I know that there's a version in the comics where he gangs up with he actually teams up with the Avengers to to fight a Mortis at one point. So I thought Immortus might be like kind of the leader since, you know, so Immortus, the, the stinger in the end or the mid credit scene. Yeah. So Immortus is. So he his goal is to be when all of time and space ends is he wants to be the 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 one in control of it. He wants to be the one true Kang, <laughs> if you if sort of speak. So that's his motive. Uh, and then the other guy that was with him was like it was the Pharaoh. Um Ramatut. Ramatut, yeah. And Ramatut actually has interacted with Apocalypse before. Oh no shit. Yeah. So That's I was like, cool. oh I was like, yo, I got so I got so hyped when they dis when they when they showed him. I have no clue who the third one is. Um so I looked at the third one, and usually the third big one that everyone's talking about, you know, especially now that this movie aired is the Scarlet Centurion, but that dude didn't look scarlet. <laughs> so maybe they're gonna drop the scarlet and just call him Centurion. All right, maybe maybe that's what it is. I mean, if it if that is him, that dude's that dude's uh met and got help from Doctor Doom. What interesting yeah. is Doctor Doom is one of his ancestors, right? He's he's in that, he's he's Franklin Richards in the future, 
right? Kang is or he's a Richards. No, he's he's Nathaniel Richards. Nathaniel Richards. Franklin is like the first son of Reed, Fra- Fra- right? Yeah, Franklin is the mutant son of Sue and Reed. Oh, okay, okay. So this is Nathaniel, and it's how many? I know it's at least several thousand years in the it's future. It's way, way in the future. I don't know the exact years, but yeah. So he's at Nathaniel Richards is actually a descendant of Doctor Doom and Reed Richards. How the hell? So Doctor Doom and Reed Richards fucked and had a baby. No, no, they're ki- <laughs> they're they're kids. Fucked. What? Yeah. Oh my god! What? Tell That's, me more. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I I don't know that. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that's how I would think it was done. Yeah. Well, no. Of so, course, I was kidding. You know? <laughs> I have not. I have not actually read a whole lot of Kang. I know they just did a, a Kang story recently. In the yeah, I wonder film. why. I wonder what they were <laughs> preparing for. And it, I, I heard it was pretty good. I haven't read it myself though. But I, like, when it comes to Kang, I know like when I was looking up stories, and I was like, oh, I need to look into this person, and then I started. I read a little bit and then I'd get the rest of the story online. <laughs> so I, I haven't read the actual comics with them. So forgive me if I'm wrong, but is, is Kang actually more powerful than Thanos because of his ability to like go back in time and pretty much fix any mistakes? It's like, Oh, that's a good question. Cause I, I feel say like Thanos overall powers is stronger. Are, their powers are pretty comparable to be honest. I mean, Thanos, Thanos could traverse time with the time stone. Oh yeah, I guess I guess he's got the gauntlet. If Thanos yeah. has the gauntlet, he's he's the top dog. Oh, right? I mean, I assumed we were talk, talking about Thanos with the gauntlet. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's oh, what I was talking about. But oh, okay, because uh, that's that is Thanos. Thanos with the gauntlet. That's that's who it is, bro. <laughs> there ain't nobody else. Yeah, that's it, bro. It's, if you say Thanos, I don't picture him without the gauntlet. <laughs> Speaking of Thanos, and of course the multiverse saga. Uh, I know you read it, The Secret Wars from, what, 2015, 2016? Oh. When he just gets, like, incinerated by Doctor Doom immediately? Like, <laughs> oh, dude. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh. They just erased the stakes, bro. I was like, wow. Yeah, I remember that, dude. That, that story's so great. I love that story. Uh, it's it one got of the... a lot of... It... Go ahead, go ahead, my bad. No, I was just gonna say, one, one of the, it's one of my all-time favorite reads. Same. I thought they had a, a lot of really cool themes. It got a lot of heat from what I understood. Like in the comics community, it seemed like people didn't like it. But there were so many things that I really enjoyed. Like I loved the way that they they put Battle World out. I loved how they used the zombies uh, as part of one of the worlds where it's divided by the wall, which used to be the thing. The sun is the human torch. All these little all these little themes that they use like the characters and the way they disperse them to make it interesting i thought it was a great story that is a great story the thor corpse that was fucking dope right an army of thors just Dude, keeping the peace there was just there was a hulk there was just a world of hulks god that one i don't remember that i have to admit i don't remember that i remember yeah. watching the battle with apocalypse or watching reading the battle with apocalypse i thought that was hella dope it was like the uh, the it was like the Savage Lands there, but it was all Hulks running wild. Of course, it would have been the Savage Lands. Of course, I love See, that they brought an old man Logan storyline, or the that they used uh, what was it, 
Wolverine. No, it was a uh, Doctor Strange inside of Wolverine's body, right? Like Wolverine had died. He used he was using a corpse of Wolverine, or was it Frank Castle? I yo, you're I'm so lost right now. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was like a whole Secret Wars side story. Now, oh, okay. I I do know I that someone, that one. yeah, someone someone possessed. It was either Wolverine or Frank Castle. And it was a really cool story. I mean, they were going around killing people, so I thought it was it was it was an interesting story. That of course, sounds hysterical, funny. bro. That, yeah, see, sound, that sounds hysterical. That's that wild shit that you see in these storylines, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, yo, everyone's just like, oh, there's too much CGI. I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? It's a comic book. <laughs> dude, like, don't forget that it's a comic book. It's literally w- space <laughs> and other worlds, like. Wish there was more practical effects. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, it would be pretty hard to do practical <laughs> effects for some of that stuff. Like, you can do practical with some of the some of the like space stuff, right? But especially in Ant Man, Quantum, I, I was looking at, it, I was like, what could they do that would have been practical here? <laughs> Nothing, bro. My guy had a floating gold temple that looked like an A. It's like. <laughs> Bro, and then it had like all these rings around it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let's make that practical. How are we going to do that? Yeah, I know, right? What did they want it to look like? Do you remember uh, 1983's The Thing? <laughs> Dude, this, the practical <laughs> effects were fucking trash. But the fact that you said the year <laughs> makes me know that it was bad. <laughs> yeah, you. that's why I said it. I was like, you know what I'm talking about. You know. Nobody ever says the year and the name of the movie when some and follows it with something good. Just, <laughs> just, just never. Like the year it's released and the name of the movie, there's nothing good that's going to follow. Yeah, that's true. That's probably true. Because I, if I were talking about the storyline or the acting, I'd have been like, dude, the thing, it was fantastic. John Carpenter, great job. I wouldn't have said 1983. You know what it looked like. You know what it looked like. Yeah, exactly, bro. People are that's how good way to know you're about to bash something. <laughs> All right, let's get into the final the the final part that I thought was pretty interesting. Obviously, Scott is being manipulated by Kang so that he can get his core back to his ship which can take him throughout space, time and apparently multiverses. Uh, they find a way to turn it around on him and they're about to launch a full out assault. I thought it was dope <laughs> seeing Ant-Man. Like what was he like 70 feet tall? I'm, I'm just no throwing way. a number. He had to be 500 feet tall, dude. Yeah, you're right. You're probably right. <laughs> he was enormous. Dude. dude, he was smashing like entire cities. Like it was like he was stepping on Legos. Yeah, it was Ah oh, man, I really enjoyed watching that and watching all of the freedom fighters come in, the the houses fly over and they're fighting as well. It was it was one of the coolest fight scenes that I'd seen. And I know a lot of people are complaining about Ant-Man. Sure there are some flaws there. It it does have its cheese. Uh it kind of throws you into the story without enough setup. You you kind of want to know more about Kang and Modok, which we're going to talk about in a moment. Modok just kind of that that that, they were like just throwing things together and seeing if it worked. Modok was awesome. Oh, I loved it, but it definitely doesn't sound anything like what I know about the the comic book story or his or or anything that I've seen in versions of him. Yeah, they gave him its own unique story. 
You like how they gave the butt shot? Everyone's upset about the butt shot, too. I saw several articles online. I was like, we're talking about Kang's butt right now? Or not Kang, Modoc's butt right now? For real? They were upset about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not comedy anymore? I guess not. Yeah, I thought it was pretty hilarious seeing that, like, dangly body with a giant head. Bro, that's hysterical. That was hysterical. The fact that his his head got so big and his arms and his legs were so tiny. Oh, man. People just... They take things too seriously. Bro, this yeah. was a movie that had what what they call it? A socialistic technocratic ant society. <laughs> you Which know what I mean? Helped save the day, by the way. No, no, not helped. They did. They are they were the absolute hero of this movie. The ants did it again, bro. They saved the day again. Never forget, it's always the ants in these movies. You like how uh, Hank is just chilling in the back like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. He was so nonchalant the whole movie, and it cracked me up. <laughs> like, this dude is just his old grandpa just, just putting in work like he's like, yeah, I know. We'll be out of this in no time. <laughs> uh, I think Michael Douglas's favorite line that I saw in this movie was, I'll drive, and he just puts his hands forward. <laughs> yes. Like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> yes, dude. He didn't want to do it to begin with. Now he's now he's like all in on quantum, the quantum world. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fantastic. It was funny. I was gonna bring up the ants in a moment, but Modok, man, I I I knew that they were gonna take it that direction where Yellow Jacket becomes Modok. Uh, how'd you feel about the humor with him at the end? I thought it was, I think it was trying slightly too hard when he was like, "You're like a brother to me," but I still found it funny. So I couldn't even get that mad. I was like, yeah, you are trying hard, but it kind of worked. So I mean, but he was <laughs> he was doing that the whole movie. The dude was a goofball the whole movie, and it was hysterical. Every time he was on, <laughs> Kang literally bitch slaps him and tells him, you don't speak when I'm in the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. Bro, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I thought, it, dude, the fact that they took his face and just stretched it out was amazing because that's exactly how modok looks in the comics it's just this most absurd looking thing ever yeah it really is and they just leaned into it with that character and made it absurd but awesome at the same time yo he was dope floating around with his fucking lasers and his chainsaws and his guns that kept transforming i thought it was pretty fantastic that they they didn't take him seriously because i just on film, seeing him, I'm like, yeah, it would have been hard to sell an audience like on his other stories. But a lot of people, again, were not happy with that version of Modoc, just kind of thrown together. I I don't think it was thrown together. It made more sense than just introducing Modoc. So then yeah. you would, so then you would have to have like a whole scene about a scientist that you meet once he's a killer robot, and then you get the backstory of how he became Modoc or. Right, and then how would he connect to Kang? I mean, for this movie, it makes so much sense. Yeah, and it's like, also, are we just introducing Modok like Kang? Oh, and Modok? Like, why did I thought it was a, a very logical way to introduce that character? <laughs> a line about him that even I've thought of before as well is when Scott's like, "Wouldn't that be Modok?" I'm like, yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah. yes, it would. Yes, it would. Yes, thank you, Scott. I did I laugh appreciate at, you. I did laugh at that too. I thought that was a good one. 
because uh, he really would be. Yeah. <laughs> Again, still my favorite line was when his daughter Cassie is like, "It's never too late to stop being a dick." He's like, "It's too late. I was such a dick." <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud in the theater with that one. <laughs> he's pretty much like, look at me. I'm a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look at all this shit I've done, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. I just thought the character was great. I Could you really have taken Modoc seriously? No, I don't think so. But you know what? Now he's one of the Avengers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, we'll give it to him. (laughs) You're in. (laughs) You're in, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, that shit got me, man. (laughs) He gets like a a plaque in the Avengers Tower or or whatever. They'll probably have, what, they're going to introduce Avengers Mansion again? Oh, that would be fantastic. But who's going to pay for all that? I mean, in the comics, it's always... It's always um, Tony, so I don't know who's going to pay for all this shit. And now T'Challa's dead. I mean, I guess I guess Shuri, if she decides to join the Avengers. Yeah, I mean, someone will pay for it. There's all kinds of rich characters in the comics. Come on. Oh, yeah, for sure. But also, what if Reed Richards buys the Avengers Tower? Ooh, instead of having... uh... Wait, hold on. Is Avengers Tower destroyed? It's not, right? No, I think it's still it's still there. They, I think they talked about it in a movie. They sold it, sold it right in one of the movies. I think Iron Man mentions that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. You're gonna have to help me out on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think he mentions they sold it. So that means anyone could buy it. So what if Reed Richards does buy it? It's the Baxter Foundation. I was about to say <laughs> that's where he runs the Baxter Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still wondering who they're gonna. Put in those roles. I'd love to see. Oh, dude! If I really hope John Krasinski will and could convince his wife, <laughs> they would just be like, That's... "Do it, do it, bro." But you know what? If they go younger, since a lot of these people are aging out, right? You, yeah. If they go younger, I, I'll, I'll understand. It's just hard because Reed Richards and Sue are not young, even compared to their like Avenger, Avenger. Appears like right there. Reed is older than most of the members, right? I guess. I mean, it's really just the gray hair that fucks me. It's really hard to tell, like with comics, because like, what date are we really going by? Because we're not following them from when they were born. Yeah, that's true. Like, and they seem to not age throughout the comics. They're somehow the same. Exactly, bro. So it's like, um, (laughs) like. I, how do I answer that? I don't know. Maybe he is older than, and maybe you're right. Maybe he is an older character, but I would say he was around the same age as everyone. He just had gray hair or and white. Some people hair. get grays early. You know what I'm saying? They get them early. Yeah. Or, you know, you had a comic book artist in the 60s, probably high on pot and thought it looked tight. You know what I mean? It's like this motherfucker looks distinguished, but he also looks cool. He's like, and then I put a little white in his head. You know what I mean? It just, the it 60s just felt were right. a wild it time. just felt right, man. This, exactly. He probably said it exactly like that. The 60s were wild. So in the Council of Kings, man, I know that's the mid credit scene. Uh, we're jumping the gun a little bit. Uh, actually, let me, let me come back to the Council of Kings before I say that. Yeah, I feel I felt like I was jumping the gun too much because I do want to talk about the end. So obviously they escape 
the quantum realm. Uh, Kang or, is... Or... Or... Did they really? Is this like an Inception thing? I don't know, man. They left that ending really open-ended. So you have to say allegedly from here on out. Because what if he's still in the possibility storm? Holy shit. Man, I, I mean, I like the idea. I don't think they would have the balls to do that. Or what if he was in a time vortex? Oh, shit. And he got stuck just going through time? Yes, and what it is, it's actually um, Kang the Conqueror's plan to draw out the the Council of Kangs in full. You see how all of them came? Because they called yeah. all of them. Yeah. And he's going to wipe them all out at once. Holy shit. Is that version of Kang that powerful compared to the rest? Uh, I mean, they, they give him some sort of weapon. Modoc. <laughs> yeah, Modoc. No, <laughs> well, there'll be some sort of way. Like he, he gets the, you know, because he does mention eternity, and eternity was unlocked by Thor, and is now a little girl. So oh. when he mentioned that, I was like, okay, maybe that's what he does. He uses he, he uses the powers of eternity to. I don't know. I have a few thoughts on like where it could go. Like, Secret Wars is coming, right? Is Secret Wars really just the battle of Kangs? No, because Kang Dynasty is coming out before. So my guess is they're going to wrap up the Kang storyline there. And I'm guessing part of the Kang storyline and Kang Dynasty is going to deal with like incursions. Mm-hmm. And that's how it'll lead into Secret Wars. That's my guess. Uh, because Kang is known for causing incursions, as they mentioned in this movie. Right? They talk about, like, oh, he causes incursions. We are seeing that the, they also mention how now this, this universe has uh, accessed the multiverse. I feel like all of this is set up for, like, Kang Dynasty, in which there are several versions of Kang that the Avengers have to fight, uh, in which they also have to figure out a way how to stop Kang before... A complete well, the, incursion occurs with their version of Earth. Uh, yeah, or universe. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, that lines up well with the Secret Wars story. Um, oh, but a Kang will be helping them. They'll have a good guy, Kang. No shit, I would love to see it because Jonathan Majors, man, heats up the fucking screen whenever he's on it. I'm like, man, I really enjoy watching you. Yeah, every version. There's a Kang that helps the Avengers, and then there's a Kang that. And then obviously, you know, Iron Lad from the Young Avengers is Kang. What? (laughs) Oh, shit. I thought you had read the Young Avengers. Yeah. So, by the way, Iron Lad, who I think actually, if I'm not mistaken, brings the Young Avengers together. He's the reason why they get together. Is actually a descendant. um, No, is actually Kang from another, you know, timeline, multiverse, world, whatever you want to pick. No shit. You know, I haven't read Young Avengers. I've heard so many good things about it. So I know some of the characters, like I know Kate Bishop. Apparently, I know Ant-Man's daughter. I don't know what her name is, though. Stature. Stature. She apparently is one of the members. Do you think they're going to do, is uh, Amadeus Cho a Young Avenger? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they introduced him. That's kind of 
you know, they're kind of trying to diversify their roster. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to collect all the races, so I could see them. <laughs> you want one of those? We got one. Right here for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. I can see them. Plus, Amadeus Cho is actually really cool. Uh, and dude, so I don't want to just jump to this only one, but when he becomes the Hulk, it's pretty entertaining comic read. Uh, yeah, Amadeus Cho, I think he's dope, especially since he's in the comics. He's like considered one of the top ten smartest people in the in the Marvel universe. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's got a big brain on him. Because that he's a young kid and he graduated early and then he becomes Hulk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that is one storyline. He becomes the Hulk in one of the storylines. No, but he's actually a superhero on, on <laughs> in other storylines without being the Hulk. Oh, okay. God dang, there's so many versions. That's interesting. I yeah. wonder how many we're gonna get to see. And I don't know about you, but I feel like, and I know some people will disagree with me because there's a lot of there's a lot of discussion about what the hell were they doing with Phase Four. But I don't know about you, because of Phase Four, I feel like they could actually have a stacked a stacked enough roster for Secret Wars. They've introduced so many pieces; it's insane. Right, because before before Phase Four, like, don't get me wrong, like maybe not every one of them was a hit for us. But the characters are now there and established. So if they bring them in, it'll make more sense than just randomly introducing a lot of these new characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. And then so here, here's the dope part. Like, <laughs> So they showed the three dudes. First of all, I want to ask this. Why, of the Council of Kings, why are these three dudes the ones that get to just summon everybody? <laughs> so are they yeah, like... I, I was wondering that too i was like is immortus like more <laughs> of a big player in this like how is because he seemed like a leader right yeah so i was just like so this is kind of still a one-man show <laughs> but I, I i left it alone i was just like all right that's odd that these three dudes are just kicking it together but then they call everyone else like so what's so special about him that they were in the comics before <laughs> I bet that's why they're like, hey, you've seen them before. Come on, you know, you know. Yeah, so that's so they were like, yeah, these are the ones we're gonna pick. I did see Mr. Mr. Griffin. I don't know which I mean he has he 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 starts Kang Industries. It's Q Q E N G. (laughs) So he's I see what they did there. So he's another variant of Kang. I think oh, there's cool. a whole lot more. I think this that's what this new story just did. It introduced a whole lot more new gangs. I feel like we're going to get to see Kang either uh, get defeated several times by different characters throughout this or different versions of him appear throughout some of the movies, right? Yeah, I mean, they could really do whatever they want with, with Kang. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's an impressive character. Because he just... He literally is a character invented with limitless possibilities they were like yo we just need a guy that we could go back to every now and then and somehow it makes sense (laughs) jonathan majors acts his ass off for this role too so i'm excited to see every version of him but what i did what i did i still i still can't get over it is ant-man beating the supposed best version if he's not dead cool but otherwise, I'm like, come on. No, I, is... who says he's the best version? I mean, uh, Amortis I has this... a bone to pick with you, bro. Oh, but what do you think? 
Do you think Immortus is more powerful? What, what do I think? I think it's all the same person. Yeah, they're the same. They're just as bad. They're all Kang. <laughs> None of them are dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Except, you know, Iron Lad, I guess. <laughs> Yo, yeah, he's all right. He, he does good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because they also just have, you know, stories where it's just Kang and you don't know if it's Immortus or, or Scarlet, whatever, Centurion, who's he'll who they should ironically just cut it to scarlet instead of <laughs> cutting it to centurion <laughs> uh, everyone's like why don't you see the red I don't understand. <laughs> no but so like well he who remains was actually pretty cool too in loki season one yeah so what what does that mean though well, that's what i want to ask you the council of kings is like we're coming like all right what does that mean now you're gonna that, follow, you're gonna follow through on what old buddy was trying to do. Yeah, just because you're worried since they uh, apparently defeated a version of him. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the like, one that you wanted to be defeated yourselves. <laughs> that's why I was just like, all right, so you're gonna come try to destroy our timeline because of that. I don't. I was just like, what? <laughs> I, I really did think that. Like, why didn't you want him dead? Hopefully, they tell us why. I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah, that's a good question. I would have, I would have asked you, because like it doesn't, it doesn't leave a whole lot for you to know exactly what their motivations are, except for they're like, hey, they well, defeated a version of us. We better be worried. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, they, they do. <laughs> their whole thing is taking over and conquering shit. So <laughs> it is, it is part of their model. <laughs> that, that is kind of their thing. So maybe they're just pissed that we got them. You can't sleep us, dog. Yo, so <laughs> anyways, back to Ant-Man. He's yeah, yeah. he's stuck in a time vortex, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. What got me was that he he was like keenly aware of some of the things Kang said. And he you could tell, I mean, obviously at the end, it, it almost feels like PTSD when someone finally vanquishes the villain, like this this idea that like, what if they come back? What if they somehow come back, right? But in this case, it's very much a reality because there's like limitless versions of him that can come back and try to destroy their world. And then and then the song they're using is Welcome Back. <laughs> the Welcome Back Carter theme song? Is it? I don't, I don't know which, which theme song that is. The, was it, weren't they playing Welcome Back, Welcome Back, Welcome Back? I don't. I just don't ever think I've seen that show. Oh, I mean, it's a, one of those old Nick and Knight kind of shows, bro. Oh no, kidding. I think I think that's like the eighties. I'm looking it up now. 1975 ran for four seasons, so even earlier than that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So they. What the, a lift, Jermaine. What the fuck? The song. <laughs> Yeah, the song. Well, I mean, it just—it's pretty on the nose. <laughs> the, the welcome back is pretty on the nose. Like it's super audible. Like you—that's exactly what we're saying. Because they opened the show, they opened the movie the same way they ended it. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that. I thought that was a cool, a cool way to do it and kind of show like how he's worried. Also, how he has to pay twelve bucks for a coffee now that it, they know he's not Spider-Man. Yeah, what's crazy <laughs> is he did that. What's crazy is he did the first walk and then he did the second walk and the second walk was different. Huh. 
So, so, so you feel like it might have? I thought it was just the the next day, and that's why they kind of did that. But that's interesting. Time loop. If that's what they do, how's he going to get out of that though? <laughs> that means he's. That means that means Kang has him. That's what I would think. If oh he, shit! If he's stuck in a time loop, that means Kang got him. Huh. So maybe he figured out there was never going to be a version of Scott Lang that helps him. Or, or when that possibility storm, he still shrunk that thing and then he was gone. Oh man. If that's the way they go, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see, to see what happens with Kang. <laughs> Cause that would mean they're down an Avenger. Who's one of the more, at this point, one of the more experienced ones. I mean, he's the only, he's the one who figured out time travel. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know like Tony did the, the math. He wrote the equation, but it was Ant-Man who, who came in and said, yo, I got this machine. We should beef it up and save the day. Time works different down there. I loved <laughs> how he had a book where he, where he does a reading and you hear him talking about being turned into a baby and an old man. Yes. Did you, you know, <laughs> you know, that's a real book, right? No. So you can pre-order it right now. It is it releases September twenty sixth or twenty eighth, something like that, and it is two hundred and seventy five pages. You're fucking playing, really? It's twenty six ninety nine. I'm just here to plug my new book, Luigi. It's it's real. <laughs> it's real. I'm telling you. By Jermaine Cologne Mendes. No, it's real. I'm not kidding. No, it's a real thing. You can buy no, it. No, I know, but you said my new book. So I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure that I, I'm not busting your balls on this one. Like, it's real, dude. That's I cannot wild. believe they went that. Through the, they I went have... through the trouble of writing an actual I might buy book. it. I might buy it, dude. That, that could be a good collectible one day, man. <laughs> That's that really so, could. It's so funny to me. And audacious. To, to read, audacious is to read the autobiography of Scott Lang from the MCU just is the most outlandish book I'll ever read in my life. <laughs> I definitely want to hear how it better be fucking funny. So I definitely want to hear how funny that book ends up being. Uh, but let's hit the last point on this movie, man. Loki season two, uh, I guess, trailer ish scene. Hype, hype machine. Uh, I know that's another version, obviously, of Kang that goes to the 1800s. God, I don't remember his name. I had I had looked it up before. But how'd you feel when you saw it? And also, obviously, we're going to need an explanation for how him and Mobius are back as a team. Well, I mean, I can't answer that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm yeah. just saying, like, what'd you think? Did you like the scene? Are you excited? Oh, yeah, that's Victor Timely, dude. Victor Timely. Wow, what a what an on-the-nose name. These comics, Doug. I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> they were different back then, bro. That's that's one of the best monikers ever, though. Victor Timely. Victor Timely, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> dude, I think it's dope. <laughs> I really do. I, but, I, uh, win, I win through time. That's pretty much my name. I got you. Yeah. I don't actually know. I don't have a ton of um, like information on what Victor Timely does. I know that he's introduces the guy who creates the Human Torch android. Oh shit! I wonder if that's that's something that they'll do. I wonder what that's gonna how that's gonna work in the in the Loki season two storyline as well. 
Like, is he just going to be a version of Kang that they have to defeat? And how does the TVA play into it? Because I feel like the TVA has to play a pretty big role in the Kang storyline since he is literally fucking around with time all the time. Yeah, I mean, there was... That's kind of one of the things that I thought about. Like, there was three Kangs that summoned everyone, right? And then there was mm-hmm. three timekeepers. I'm like, oh, okay, what shit? I was like, okay, what's going on here? So are, are the other... I don't really know where they're trying to go with it. Maybe the timekeepers don't matter, <laughs> but maybe they're an actual entity, but I don't know where it's going to go. I think it's going to be pretty interesting, to be honest. I'm going to take a look at their picture right now. They don't look anything like the Kings, but again, that could just be a that could Ooh. be a way of the timekeepers. Oh, yeah. That could just be a way of them trying to throw us off because one of the timekeepers definitely does look like Kang, the very top one. Then one of them looks kind of like he has a squid face. So, <laughs> not sure about that guy. <laughs> so maybe it's just people you recruited. I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting because I'm just curious to see how this this all unfolds. Like, all those Kangs are going to work together now? <laughs> Were they separate beforehand? Yeah. How, how are they closely related to each other? And also, I know the female character, the judge in loki is a love interest of king too right yeah ray so, uh ray vona yes Vona. yes yes i wonder how much of a role she's gonna play in this next one and does that mean we're gonna get to see a lot of jonathan majors in loki season two <laughs> uh yeah i don't know that's what it is her last name is so dope Renslayer. Ravana. Oh, what a name. R- Ravana Renslayer. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to go that route with Kang to have a love interest, but it'd be interesting to see if they can. Because what's the complaint? Everyone says that they don't care about the villains very much. This is going to be the most developed villain of all time. Yeah, so, so maybe if they give him a love interest, then. It'll just be another way to tie him into Loki. And I feel like. I don't know about you, but I feel like we're going to get to see Loki in Secret Wars as a good guy. Oh, he, bro, he feels like he's about to be an Avenger. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Which is weird because he was like their first great villain, right? No, no, it's not weird. In the comics, the Avengers were started to re- rehabilitate ex-cons. The first two was Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye. No shit. Those were the first two. Uh, that's the first. Two, that's the first two people that they were. They were. Uh, I guess what do you call it? habilitating? Huh. Yeah. Oh well, that's cool. I yeah. Mean, so, I, I mean, stuff changes. They, they obviously that's not the that's not the premise no more, especially with the MCU. But. Oh man! Either way, I would love to see Loki fighting alongside Thor again. Man, that just. I felt like it was too soon watching him go out in Infinity War right at the beginning, too. Motherfuckers. Anyway. <laughs> I was just like, come on, man. Give me a little more of him. I I, we, I finally like I finally felt like we were gonna get to see a, a lot of Loki and a lot of banter, which he's fairly good at. Uh so I I I felt like it got robbed a little bit. But of course I still enjoyed the story. It's not like I was like, oh, this movie sucks. Infinity War was probably one of their best films, but yeah. <laughs> you're about to get uh, two seasons of Loki. You'll get your fill. Let's go. <laughs> now, I... that being said, we're done with our conversation on Loki. 
uh, I guess my main God, how would I rate this movie? My main concerns about the movie are sometimes it, it tries a little too hard, but I can't I can't hold that too much against it. I'd give it like a gosh, I, I think I'm be I'm pretty generous usually. I think I'd give it a seven, seven point one. That's what I'd give it. Seven point two. That's what I was Yeah, thinking. right. Like yeah. it's not it's not better than a bunch of the other Marvel movies, but man, it does some pretty cool things and it's super entertaining. Yo, Ant Man has one of the better trilogies now. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I guess the I think one of the best trilogies that they've come out with has been Captain America's. Oh, obviously, yeah, but he had help. <laughs> like, like, yeah, his third movie was like an Avengers movie. Yeah, one hundred percent. My guy got all the stars in his shit. I mean, it, it makes sense because it's Captain America, but still, like, <laughs> it helped. It helped. I just felt like the Iron Man series was weak after the first one. Like, two sucked. Uh, three was okay. It was okay. You like three more than two? Yeah, I thought two was fucking trash, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I did not enjoy that movie. Uh, I thought Mickey Rourke was all right, but I kind of, even at that, I was like, eh, I'm not super bought into your villain. And then the third one, I'm like, well, I don't hate it, so that's cool. <laughs> the third one had extremists. I cannot believe they put that into a movie. They yeah, really tried. Going on. They really tried to put the extremist project into the movie. I was just like, "Yo, <laughs> that was such a sophisticated storyline, and you really just try to put it into the movies and change it like that." All right, bet. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo," and then, and then what? We're not going to talk about the elephant in the room. Pepper just, uh, she no longer has the extremist. Did I miss that? Was that taken out of her in a movie? I don't know. Honestly, I don't even remember the extremists. That's what she remembered because Gwyneth Paltrow gets powers. What? The, I need to rewatch this movie. What? <laughs> Yo, you just vouched for Iron Man 3 like you'd seen it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching it. I remember going to the theater. I saw it in theaters. I remember all the Iron Man suits. He ends up having to destroy them all at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I remember the little kid. I remember uh, Mandarin. And you don't remember, remember Gwyneth Paltrow? You don't remember Gwyneth Paltrow getting powers? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was like the whole story, dude. Ooh, shit, that's so funny, man. God, well, there we go. I need to. I need to rewatch. But all right, thanks. Hey, for, it's thanks a Christmas on, movie Jay. too. It's a Christmas. What? Movie. It is okay. Now you're just making stuff. No, up. I swear to God, it's a Christmas movie. You got to watch it. I'm it's gonna rewatch now. I'm gonna rewatch. That's 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 a lot of information that I do not remember at all. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, bro. That's why I was just like, yo, Iron Man three was. I actually love it, but man, it's they tried a lot. They were ambitious. <laughs> they were ambitious in that movie for sure yeah fair enough all right thanks for being on with me jermaine uh hopefully we'll have you on again soon that was a pretty good conversation on quantum mania hopefully you guys went inside and enjoyed it obviously you're probably not listening to this so if you didn't so let us know what you thought of the movie yourselves hit us up on revenge underscore of the pod on instagram of course messages if you know us personally do not forget, guys, we want that mailbag episode, so please submit some questions to us so that we can answer some of those questions on our mailbag episode. 
Uh, Jermaine, you got any plugs, any shout outs, anything you want to do before we sign off? Nothing. Just check us out on podcast room three zero three for all your betting needs. Uh, That's pod- correct. Podcast motto is fade us. <laughs> yes, but you'll still, you'll still get some good information. Now that is including Nick Morhan that has uh, EPE, Eric, and of course, Jermaine, thank you for joining us once again. JC Colon Mendez. Uh, shout out to everyone who is a listener. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we got some changes coming soon, and hopefully it makes our podcast smoother. So uh, keep uh, stay tuned with us for those, and we'll see you next week on Revenge of the Pod. Peace out.